What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. I'm your host, as always, Zach Hernandez. And today, I got a great episode, but I got my boy Owen on the pod. Say what's up, bro. What's going on, guys? Glad to be back. I know, man. Super stoked to have you. Um, we had a good one last time. That was a great episode, so I definitely knew I had to bring you back. Always, uh, always good for some intense conversation, and we can we can have some interesting talks here. Um, Hundred. So as of recently, it's been a lot of NFL coverage. I've been covering pretty much mostly NFL just because the NBA has been it's the off season. There's not a whole lot going on today. We're going to cover a little, a couple NBA things, a couple NFL things. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, and I'm ready to hop into it. You ready? I'm ready. If you're ready, brother. All right, let's do it. So, uh, I've actually seen this graphic that I wanted to talk about. And I saw this graphic on like Twitter and Instagram. Um, and the graphic said this, it said, if you had to make a starting five out of these six players, who would you cut? And the players were Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, and Steph Curry. So those six players. Um, and that's tough because obviously they're all extremely. Yeah. And they're all legends. They're all arguably top 10 players for the most part. Um, it's definitely not easy to make, but I saw this, I thought it'd be good for the pod and I have my starting five. Um, and this is no disrespect to whoever I cut, but, um, so I'll go ahead and give my opinion. You can give yours and then we can talk about it. So when I look at this, I don't necessarily think that this is a list where I have to cut the worst player because it's not just saying who are the top five players. That's how I see it. Not at all. Um, so when you're making a starting lineup, you got to think about everything. You know, you got to think about your defense, your shooting, your height, your balance throughout the lineup to go against other teams. So first, there are two guys I'm definitely starting for that main reason. And that is Steph Curry at the point guard and Shaq at center. I think I have to start those two. 100%. Um, no one there's biggest Shaq. You know, Shaq's got to start. We, Steph Curry, to bring that shooting aspect is unreal. Plus to have that guy, that point guard to run it. So I got Steph at the one, Shaq at the five. And also somebody that I can't cut is Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan will be running my shooting guard. I already know. I already know you're going the right direction. Yep. Yep. So then it comes down to fill out my last two spots um, with Kobe, LeBron, and Kevin Durant and super tough. Um, and as much as I, okay, I'll, I'll start with this. I am putting Durant at my four. So Durant's in my lineup. Um, obviously we all know what Kevin Durant's great at seven footer plays like a point guard, super tall, but he can shoot from anywhere. Insane offensive skills are just nuts. So then it comes down to, do I want to put Kobe at my three or LeBron at my three? And as much as I cannot stand LeBron, I will be inserting him into the lineup. Um, And the reason I will cut Kobe, rest in peace, is just because his game is so similar to Michael Jordan's that I feel like if I were to have him and Jordan right next to each other, I feel like I would have I would get a better benefit out of it if I were to get somebody like LeBron 
who supplies something a little bit different than Kobe. Um, Kobe's pretty much just Michael Jordan, just not as Michael Jordan. Um, and I'm going to put LeBron in there. So my starting lineup out of those six would be Steph Curry, Michael Jordan, LeBron, Durant, Shaq, and I would cut Kobe. No disrespect to Kobe. Obviously one of the goats, but I had to do of it. Of course. Yeah. Hey, that lineup, it's the exact one I would the exact one I would go. And it's and and you hit the nail right on the head where this isn't your top five. This is building that team with those players. And and like, and I'm just gonna be re-saying everything you were because you gotta look at it where even though that would be insane with, of course, Curry, MJ, and Kobe, it's Kobe's going to have to go up. If hypothetical, these teams aren't going to go up against the against the you know the Charlotte Hornets of 2022. They're going to go up against other top six teams. That's what that's how I played out or top five yeah. teams. And Kobe and MJ would have to be matched up with you know these massive you know Moses Malone, massive dudes. You know what I mean? And that's just not going to work. So. Um, just reiterating what you say, you know, really what I was thinking is it comes down um, to height in those positions. And of course, when you got, you know, six, eight, six, nine, LeBron, 260 granite versus hypothetical Kobe or MJ in that position with, you know, certain switches. Um, I think you got to go with that lineup, got to go with LeBron at the three. And that's really what it comes down to. Um, so, I mean, it's, I can't really say much more than you did. I mean, it was, it was perfect. Um, I think, and I've already, I've, I've talked about this with my boy, Dev, how I think that's the, that's, that's the greatest scoring lineup of all time. And, and of course, when you look at that, that lineup, it's the greatest shooter of all time at that position with Curry, greatest shooting, uh, greatest shooting shooting guard with MJ, greatest small forward, LeBron, greatest yeah everything you know what I mean the best scores in all position um of course with Kareem center I would I would you know that's just the difference with Shaq but Shaq's the most dominant player um so at that at that position yeah um yeah we we pretty much agree on this whole thing um you have to take into account that this is a lineup like we both said uh this isn't your top players because that list could look a little different um, but this is a lineup. You got to take into consideration all aspects of the game, height included, because height is such a crucial part of basketball. Um, and yeah, I would end up cutting Kobe out of these six. Again, th- that lineup would be absurd. If you put Kobe in there, obviously his lineup would still be insane. Um, but no, I definitely would. I'm cutting Kobe on that one, but I did. I saw that graphic a couple of times and I, I, I was reading it and I was thinking to myself, I was like in my head, who would I cut? And then I went through all the guys and I was like, I'd end up cutting Kobe. And then I thought I was like, that'd be good for a podcast. So I definitely want to get your take on that. So I thought that was well, pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, looking, I mean, as you're saying that it's kind of, you know, the gears are twisting in my head where nobody, nobody here's, here's the people that they're not going to cut out. Nobody's cutting out MJ and nobody's cutting out Shaq. Now, people still hate Curry. Of course, people hate everybody on that lineup. But it's really a question of if you're going to have Kobe at point guard. Mm-hmm. Really. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, in my and with all those players, all the people that I'm not going to cut would be Curry. That's just me. would be Curry, MJ, LeBron. You know, it's just it's Shaq. Everybody's going to click. So, it's – it. 
it's just a, it's just a matter of if you're going to start Kobe at the one, because nobody's putting him at the two over MJ because you're MJ is the goat. You're not gonna, you're just not going to do that. And you're not going to put him at the three and put LeBron, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, like you said, it's very tough, extremely tough. I could see some people trying to put LeBron at the one just because of how his court vision, um, putting LeBron at the one. And then after that, if they like wanted to do Kobe, MJ two and three, and then Durant four and Shaq five and just cut Steph, I guess I could see that. Um, but no, I'm not doing that. I wouldn't do it, but exactly. And right when I was saying that, right when I was saying LeBron, you know what I mean? In that last comment, it's like, you could easily put them out one, two, but I'm just, you know, I just, you know, I just yeah. want to be a little bit more realistic. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah, yeah. I mean, cause nobody, I don't, you know, it's never shown up on LeBron's um, position uh, as point guard, even though that's oh, what yeah. he does all season long. Yeah, no, you're right. Totally. Um, yeah. Nothing about this lineup is realistic. I mean, this line, yeah. if only we could see them all play together, huh? would be crazy yeah it's an undefeated team hands down yeah yeah, if nobody if nobody gets but but then what you have to put in is these are all all and this is what i love because this is a huge things that i see on you know the four on the uh on ig with these with with podcasts with people just talking about lineups is what you have to play into factors i'm the more realistic side where it's like hypothetical there's a time machine or alternate you uh multiverse and these people are put in the odds on them being uh, dominant are, you know, 100%, but the odds on everybody actually clicking are way less. Like you have literally the greatest in each position, LeBron, MJ, Shaq. You have everybody's – every, people are going to clash. So hypothetical, if this team were to come together, they'd be awesome, but then you have to look at the personalities on the team and if that would work. Um, so that- – that's totally true. And, and we see that in modern sports right now. Like we just kind of saw with the Brooklyn Nets, how they fell apart with oh, James yeah, Harden. Geez. They had James Harden, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Sure. That's three talented players and they're gonna, they're gonna be good no matter what, but they may not reach their fullest potential just because of the head cases that all three of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, you get three guys like that together. Um, sure. There's talent just overflowing with talent on that team. But if you, if they can't work together and build chemistry with each other, they're not going to win anything. It's nothing. It's nothing. I mean, that's, and of course injuries struck that team, but that was, so I can't, I, I don't know. You can completely say, even though I said it where, Hey, you can't, you can't buy chemistry, which you can't, that's a fact, but that team has didn't see 82 games together. So I can't really say that, say that in that matter in certain mm-hmm. cases you could throughout the year when they were on the floor. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's bad for me to say it's not a good thing, but I wasn't happy that that team didn't work out, but I def, I sure as hell wasn't mad that they didn't, you know what I mean? Just cause with all those, the way that that off season turned out and then him and KD and now James, it was just really weird. I was like, it, it, it just kind of tripped me out to see that team. And from day one, me and Dev were like, dude, these guys, it's a phenomenal team. But, I mean, you got Kyrie and 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 KD. It's like, that's not going to work, you know, 50% of the time in my mind. Yeah, and they didn't play together all that much, like you said. So it is tough to point at that solely. But also, these guys – 
even though they weren't playing together all that much because of injuries and all these weird situations, um, didn't seem like they really got along. Kevin Durant, Kyrie got along, but it didn't seem like James Harden really fit in there. And it doesn't see it didn't seem like KD and James Harden got along. And I actually heard that Kyrie and James Harden didn't really get along either. So mm-hmm. a lot of the problems were in the locker room too. I heard that KD and Harden are actually like on good terms now. They're like hanging out, but for that. For that, like, stance in, in Brooklyn, it was just not going to work out. Too too many egos. 100%. And I was saying, and I'm saying Kyrie and KD because there there was, uh, whatchamacallit, there was a video. Um, I It wasn't House of Highlights. It, was, it wasn't ESPN, but it was one of those big ones. I don't know. Might have been mm-hmm. Bleacher. Um, but it was just a conversation that those two had, and it was pretty much and I love what the reporter talked about is because he was saying that KD, you know, he always goes after trolls. And so, and, and I guess him and Kyrie talked about that. So KD and Kyrie, that they had a conversation and -hmm. not that Kyrie doesn't, isn't huge on the internet, which he is, but it's, I mean, nobody's more than, than the sniper KD. Um, So that's kind of what I was talking about, how they, cause that's what I was going off of. how they didn't, they didn't clash on that as much as him and James. Um, mm-hmm. Kyrie at least. Um, so I just think those personalities, like you were touching on, you know, that it, a lot, all different, all phenomenal players, but it's, it, it, that'd be really hard to have that chem in that locker room, um, with all those, you know, with all those mindsets. Totally. And yeah, it's just, it's such a huge part of the game chemistry is. And that's why, you know, the Warriors had so much success because of, how selfless all the players were. They didn't, I mean, they had Steph Curry, uh, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green, and those guys were all selfless in their own right. And then they wanted to even bring in one of the best players in the league, Kevin Durant. He comes in and they all said, Hey, we're going to, we're going to kind of back off a little bit and let, we're going to build this system around you so you can come in and succeed and do your thing. And, that's how you win. I mean, that's that's when you're going to win. You're going to win games and you're going to win championships is when your players, they work together, they're selfless, and they'll do whatever it takes to win. So um, mm-hmm. that's why that's why the Dubs had so much success, dude. 100. Yeah, hey, and I mean, and with that too is that you have the, you know, those three. You know, you got you got Curry, Clay, and Draymond, like you were saying. Those guys have been together for a decade now. You know what I mean? So they've mm-hmm. been through it, literally been through it all. Worst of the worst injury, almost, I mean, worst injuries is you're, you don't play anymore, but almost worst of the worst with Clay, you know, that terrible season. They've been through it all. Um, of course, that was, uh, what you call it, that was after KD, but before they they didn't make it to the playoff year after year after year. And then, of course, 2013, they had their, they had their time um, and then came up, you know, through the playoffs um, after mm-hmm. that and built that dynasty. So it really didn't surprise me. It never went through my head when KD came. Now thinking about it back then, with chemistry at all. I just, because that team was already so solid and still are, of course, I mean, they just want, you know, just got the championship. They're the pinnacle of the sport, you know, the warriors are. So um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't at all expecting KD to come in and mess things up. Of course not. You know, we got him when he was in his prime, just, you know, just at that spot. And I don't think he's, I don't think, you know, he's still prime, prime KD, but he's definitely not going down in my opinion. Yeah, I know. He's not going down. No shot. No shot. He's going to be like that for the next three years, putting up 25, 6, and 6. I think so. I mean, when, you, when you're when you that skilled at scoring, when you're that skilled of an offensive scorer, 
I mean, the guy's seven foot and he plays like a point guard. He could shoot. He can dribble. He can pull up like unreal stuff, especially coming off ACL injury. Um, or I'm sorry, Achilles injury. Um, so yeah, no, I'm with you. I agree with all that, man. Um, and it's so cool to see, especially Oz Boyer fans, but you know, Steph Clay and Draymond, I remember reading that on one of the plane rides when they were in the playoffs. Um, I think it was Kerr or maybe Bob Myers. He said that he saw Steph Clay and Dre, they're just sitting together on the plane. And after a while, they say that a lot of teammates, they, they can get sick of each other, but they're like, these guys just, they don't skip a beat. I mean, they're just, yeah. they hang out on the plane rides. They're with each other all the time and they built that chemistry. So that's how you, yeah. that's how you build a team. And that's how you run a team. They did a very yeah. good job. Those guys are brothers. So they are for life. That's how you got to Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, that was some good stuff. Um, and talking about the NBA and the Warriors, I did want to talk about, like we said, um, the NBA finals for next year. We're looking really far ahead. Um, there are a lot of teams that can compete for the finals. And, and we saw it last year too. There's, there's a bunch of different teams that can do it, but I wanted to know what you think. And I'll give what I think, which NBA teams have a legit and realistic chance to actually win the finals next season. Okay. I go, of course, legit hundred percent warriors, hundred percent. Of course you can't not a legit. And this is of course, this is of course, if all the teams hypothetical stay exactly the same, you know, people yeah, don't get yeah. dropped. You know, I was, I'm about to say Celtics. You know, if Tatum got dropped or, you know, Jalen got dropped, of course, that's a different I, – I would say legit um, uh, Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't I, – I don't know if I could – and like you are saying, legit, I'm always looking at Dallas, of course. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be a little bit tough. That's kind of a one. I would honestly, with that team right now, even though, of course, Western, uh, they, they made it to the uh, conference finals um, and got, you know – that, that was pretty, it wasn't embarrassing. You know, it put up a little bit of a fight with the gentleman sweep that we gave him. Um, I would be surprised if I saw him in the finals. Um, so, but I do think that they have, I think they have, they got a chance to get up there. Um, mm-hmm. Even though not a huge, it, huge fan, um, a team, it just keeps on throwing it. It keep on seeing in my head. You got LeBron with the Lakers. I don't, it, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one to get over there. Um, I'm just, you know, it, I'm trying to play out. I'm trying to, I'm really trying to play out the season uh, with it's, all these teams. It's, it's tough. extremely tough with the NBA. The NBA is tough um, to do this with. I have a list of teams. I can say some of mine and then you can see how you think. Um, so obviously Warriors, Celtics, I agree with those two. Um, I do have the Mavericks as well. I do think that they have a, a chance to do it with Luca yeah. just getting better and better. Got to throw um, in Phoenix too. So I got Phoenix in there as well. I think they have a legit shot. Um, although they are lower on my list, but they do have a good chance. Um, I think the Bucks, obviously with Giannis have a chance to do it. Um, Miami, I think they have a chance to do it. I do think that the Clippers have a good chance okay. with, with Kawhi and Paul George back. Um, Philly, is lower end, but still Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey. I'm not counting that those guys out. Um, and that is, and I was iffy on Memphis. Um, 
I mm. might, I might throw them in there. I think I will throw them in there. Um, but that's it. Oh no, one more team. I do think Brooklyn has a legit shot as well. Okay. Um, yeah. So those are Talk- ten teams. Yeah. With that, with with them, uh, with Memphis, I think I touched base on this. I think I did. Yeah. When we were talking about, I think it was game three predictions. I, mm-hmm. I believe for the uh, semis, mm-hmm. of course, versus Jaw. Um, and what I was talking about with that is that, I mean, they got a great team. And, of course, they're building it around Jaw um, and Junior. Um, but it was – and I'm just kind of going off on that, whereas, like, dude, you see you see Jaw the entire third and fourth quarters and most of the first half, but just Jaw dribbling up. It's usually later in the game. Mm-hmm. Just dribbling. Okay. Ten mm-hmm. seconds left. Okay, let me go drive to the basket. So that's why that's when you said Memphis, I'm like, Oh, okay. But it's like, they just don't, I don't see them in the finals in the next two years. I just don't, even though they have, you know, the most explosive player in jaw. Um, I just, you know, still a very young team for the most part. Um, but I, um, so just going off that list, the only one I would say is Memphis. I would say that those guys, those guys have a little bit of time. And I know you're not saying they're going to be in it this year, next year. I know just in contention. I just yeah. think, kind of going off the rails it's kind of like me seeing the raiders in the in in the super bowl i uh you know my cousin diehard raiders fan and i've never that that rivalry's never been in my head because it's 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 not two decades ago you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um with the with the niners and the raiders so i mean i like i like the raiders i don't hate them um but it's kind of like do they have all do they have the players to go to the to the to the bowl? Sure they do, but I just don't see it. I I flat out I don't. Um even with Devontae and Carr and Waller and Jacobs and that O-line right now, um it's kind of the, it, that's what I'm that's what I'm kind of mirroring it to um with Memphis is that they do have they do have a couple players to make a run. They have a lot of star power, a lot of of course, you know, a good decent playmaking. Um, but I just don't see them going that far. I don't not I don't see them going that far. I just don't see them going as far as the finals. That's definitely fair. And I when I made my list of teams, I I don't have Memphis written down here just because I was so on the fence about them. Um, but I did want to mention them. And um, however, from what I saw last year, and as much Memphis is probably right now, besides the Lakers, my least favorite team in the league because they really bothered me last year. And I'm not a big fan of Jaw. Um, from what I saw last year, I mean, Jaw was just so good. And he was carrying that team. Mm-hmm. And even when he went out, they found ways to win. Um, with They have very solid pieces up and down the team um, on that roster. So I do think... And I don't think they're going to win the finals and I don't think they're going to make the finals, but I think they have a chance to um, this season. Just from what I saw last year, they almost beat the Warriors. I mean, if jaw was in, who knows? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. I still don't think they would have won, but it, it could have been a different story. Um, they looked really good. Jaw was looking really good. I think he's only getting better. He's so young. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Playing really well. Desmond Bain was playing really well. So when it comes to the Grizzlies, I think that they do have a shot to make the finals and win it. I don't think it's going to happen. They're a low, low end team on my list here. Um, but I put them as a team that has a realistic chance to actually win it. But they're they're right at the bottom of my list. 
Um, but yeah, I have this those 10 squads, I think. Warriors, Celtics, Bucks, Heat, Sixers, Suns, Nets, Clippers, Mavs, Grizzlies are the teams that have legit shots to win it next year. Um well, and real quick, going off of going off of that, how you're expanding on that, I'll say because because you threw in the Lakers there, you know. Um, would you so what do you I what didn't... do you rank? No, 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 yeah, yeah, no, you ain't put the Lakers in there. I know you were yeah. just saying that okay, that's okay. one of your Mm-hmm. Lakers you don't mm-hmm. hate them as much or you don't hate Memphis as much but when healthy with LeBron and AD where do you rank that duo in the league would I rank that duo yeah just, just like not looking just at the whole squad just two. the duo those two I mean they're definitely in the top five I mean okay, they're thank you okay um you know they're probably top three on I would yeah honest. I was just about to say top five yeah I would go I mean that's why is them is it's really because, I mean, LeBron damn near, of course, he was coming off that. He's just – he just does not get hurt, even though he's coming off little things. Um, but with AD, that's been the problem. And that's why I'm saying with the Lakers, why I wouldn't be surprised is because when you have those two on the floor, that is – I and I've watched it time after time, even when they played the Warriors. But time after time, it's just Lob City and, and just lockdown defense from AD getting three blocks a game and LeBron – doing LeBron tanks. So that's why I think that that is like, I, I don't know if it's the scariest duo in the league, but it's up there in my opinion. So you're, no, you're right. And I don't, it's just tough because even when they, they played last year and though, if we're just looking at those two alone, I mean, if this was a two on two tournament, they'd be my number one favorite, but I just think that, you know, when, when, uh, when LeBron and AD are out there together, but then you have the rest of this team, Russell Westbrook, and then after that, it's nothing. Well, yeah, they didn't. They don't look good. And Russell Westbrook has is at the point in his career where he's just not helping anybody. Yeah. Uh, and I just think that we saw it last year, and they didn't play that many. Like they, there was injuries with Anthony Davis and and LeBron and those guys. But even when they were playing together, those two looked good, but the team never right. looked good. So that's that. If they make a drastic move, then it's different. If they trade for Kyrie, then this that's a whole different story. Oh, but yeah. as of right now, dude, I mean, they might, they'll probably, I don't see them missing the play in again just because it's LeBron. That was unexpected. But I don't even think they have a realistic shot this year to win the finals. Well, see, with that, and everybody, of course, Westbrook having, you know, the worst year, um, damn near of his entire season. Um, I, my look, my look on Westbrook is that, yeah, this was a, um, you know, a, a year where Westbrook turned into Westbrook, whether he likes it or not. Oh, yeah. um, but mm-hmm. I, it's, and I know I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised, I wouldn't be surprised, but if Westbrook comes out this season, and, and, and I, I don't, I, I don't know if I'd be surprised if I see him dropping 22 a game throughout the, not throughout the entire year, but I mean, seeing him average that, seeing him average that five and five, I wouldn't be surprised to see Westbrook. I know coming off, uh, 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 coming off this last year with the entire team kind of, kind of being low on, 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 uh, on whatchamacallit on threats, even though with LeBron, but you know, of course, no AD and everything like that, but that's what I'm going off of with the Lakers is that they're going to have that resurgence, even though I don't want them to. That's what I'm saying that when you ask me that, that 
LeBron, AD, Westbrook, those guys just keep on popping in my head. You know, that, you know, that yellow and gold or whatever, golden, purple, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those guys just keep on popping up. <laughs> I think, I think that's a big if for Russell Westbrook. I mean, that's a huge if. Um, and I, there's no doubt that Russell Westbrook can still score because he can. Um, although he was an absolute brick last season, he can still score. But the biggest thing with Russ is his efficiency. How many shots he's taking to put up that 22 points because he's taking good shots away from LeBron and AD and these other guys. So I just, Russell Westbrook is on the decline. I don't see him. I mean, if there Russell Westbrook can be a helpful and productive player on teams, you just got to tell him to limit the shooting and, mm-hmm. and, the, and all of that stuff. And I would tell Russ, I'd say, hey, dude, run this offense, distribute, use your court vision, play make, and keep your scoring as a secondary option. I think that's when we'd see Russell Westbrook really contribute to a team. But you can't tell him that because we've seen it every year. It's just the same thing. Inefficiency, bricks, not good shooting. Um, and I have a trouble – I have trouble seeing, you know, if it's that it's going to be different next year. So that's respectful. That's just how I view the Lakers right now. You know, again, if they make a big trade, if the Lakers trade for Kyrie right now and they don't give up LeBron or AD, they're they're a title contending team, no matter who the who the core is around them. They may not win it, but they're going to contend for it I because that would be unreal. But, you know, I just that's how I view the Lakers. They're, you know. They're, they'll make you. the playoffs, but yeah. Um, do you have anything else to add for uh, NBA teams? No, I think I think with your top with your top teams coming into the season, I definitely uh, I definitely think uh, Bucks would be at the top of that list too. Like you were saying, um, of mm-hmm. course, Phoenix terrible terrible way to go out last year. Oh, um, yeah. um, but How yeah, all about- those guys, all those guys are going to be. In the contention, how you feel about Brooklyn? You think Brooklyn will be in contention? Because I, I mean, I think with Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons, they have to be. I mean, putting a real, putting a real answer into it would be, it would be, it would be pretty stupid to say no. Because of course, Mm -hmm. since you know those those three, it's been they've been projected to win it all every single time. Um, (laughs) So. Um, yeah, I could see him. I could see him in there. Um, but I mean, it, it, I, and this is, this is, this is, I always try and throw some at you every time with these pods, but I think it's more of a toss up in my opinion for Uh Brooklyn, for Brooklyn to be in the championship than it is for the Lakers. That's my opinion. It would be more of a toss up for KD, Kyrie and James than LeBron and ad that's just me so no i disagree that's what hey that's good but that's just that's what i'm saying bro like it's just to answer the question though like i already was saying yes i see him in contention so yeah okay. out. it'd be um, bad it'd be ter- you wouldn't you wouldn't i mean the opinion wouldn't mean nothing in the in the nba or sports if you didn't have the nets at least being in contention sure i agree um I think the biggest thing for the Nets right now is they have so much offensive firepower. You got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, those two. Kyrie Irving, honestly, when he played last year, he had his whole vaccine situation. When he right. played, he literally was playing like an MVP. He was putting up insane numbers. 
It was actually yeah, really he, crazy. Did he average like 28? Yeah, he was just scoring yeah. like crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um, so you have this offensive firepower. That's, you know, they're arguably the best duo in the league. Um, and then their biggest issue, the o- the reason that the Nets were not good last year, were not as good as they could have been, is because of defense. They didn't have anybody to play defense. They brought in Ben Simmons, who hasn't played in over a year, which in I question his worth work ethic and i question his discipline because he's he's kind of a weirdo and he's made a lot of situations contrived a lot of situations off the court but uh ben simmons that's his game defense he could defend one through five and he's top five in the league at doing that plus he can play make he can run the offense and let Kyrie and kd score I think the Nets have a, like a top five shot to win it. I think they're better now than they were with James Harden um, just because of the defense that Ben Simmons brings. Now, this is all assuming Ben Simmons still plays the same. And it's not like he had some crazy injuries to where I think he won't because I think he's he's still going to play fine defense. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I think Brooklyn has a really good shot to win it. And I think this team is, like I said, better than they were with James Harden. Are you saying Ben when he's when he's, you know, that he's top five in the league defender or just or at yeah. the position De- as a defender. Okay. All right. That's yeah. That's a take. I, I, yeah. No, I think, I think so. I think, you know, I think when you look at all the defenders in the league, what we have seen from Ben Simmons, he's, he's proved to be elite at defending. Um, that's why, I mean, that's why he's got his all-star nods and that's why he was, he was number one right. overall pick, I think, because, you know, um, Ben Simmons can defend very well, and that's his game, and that's where you focus on. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I would say he's the elite. If me personally, I wouldn't have him in my top five, of course, because you know when you're comparing him to Giannis, that's just unfair because that's a that's a that's a whole different ball game. Same with, well, I mean, it's not a whole different ball game. Him with Green, you know what I mean, just mm-hmm. size wise, even though he's bigger. But you know him and Kawhi, you know what I mean him and Joker. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Rudy, Rudy's iffy, but so that's why, that's just why me personally with the top five, I definitely, I would, I would put him in the top 10, but I, that's the yeah, only he's... thing out of that top five. But when he's, I mean, position, let's say he'd be running point, even though he wouldn't be, um, with, you know, Kyrie and James, um, if it, you know, coming off with the subs in there, I think, well then, yeah, he's the best defending point guard out there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but top he five, is. I just, it's iffy, it's iffy for me. That's all. Yeah. I'm I mean, not hundred percent. That... I'm not hundred percent in. Hundred percent. I'm not hundred percent disagreeing, but I'm just saying it's a little bit iffy to throw him in the top five. I mean, yeah, that, that that's fair. Um, I think if I were to make a list of five defenders right now, I feel like I'd have Ben Simmons in there. I think Giannis, I have at one. Kawhi's in there. Um, you know, I'll probably put Rudy in there as well, just because of he's the best rim protector in the league, in my opinion. But right. I think I put Ben Simmons right in there, dude, okay. right after those guys. Right. So, but we, again, we haven't seen him in a while. Exactly. exactly. I was going to throw that in there, but I knew, I knew that was coming to the head. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Exactly. You know? But I mean, if we see Ben Simmons that we saw, you know, I think he's up there um, in terms of defense. Um, all right. And one more thing about the NBA I wanted to bring up before we start talking about the NFL is. I saw something, I saw a post about it and it said, how many household names are in the current NBA right now? 
Um, obviously, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, those guys are household names, but they're not in the league. It's talking about in the league right now. And I saw some guys say there was like eight. I totally disagree with that. I do not think there's that many. I think when you're talking about there's a difference between a superstar and a household name. I mean, household names are superstars, but not all superstars are household names. So I think there are three current players right now that are household names in the NBA. LeBron James, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant. I think those three guys are household names in the NBA right now. Um, Now, I do think that Giannis will be a household name and maybe Luka as well. But just as of this moment, those three guys are household names. What do you think? I can't you I definitely can't disagree with that. And that that question, I've never thought of that literally ever. I've never thought about, I mean, sure, household name, whatever, sure, but I've never been like, oh, top 10 in the league, top five, top three. Um, but I think uh, of course what what's going on up here is it's like the no-brainers, the no-brainers would be, you know, Curry and LeBron. Of mm-hmm. course, just because, you know, it's that's like it's not like magic and bird. It's not. But those are just they're considered the top top two now, especially with Curry's fourth and the finals MVP. Yep. Um, but I mean, I can't like I'm saying I, I'm, I'm a little bit stumped. It's kind of hard because because, of course, as sports fans, there's 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 25 household names for NBA fans, for sports fans yeah. in the in the NBA. Of course, you could say that with with hockey, NFL, yeah. whatever, baseball, of course. But that's not that's that's whole different when you're talking about household that people have you know nine to fives um that don't care about sports whatsoever Mm -hmm. um so i would i'm just gonna go ahead and just agree that those those would be my three too because of course kevin with his longevity in the league too um always putting up the numbers you know um being the you know one of the greatest if not the greatest eh, one of the greatest scorers of all time greatest scoring seven footer um in efficiency no doubt in that um but but yeah, I was just going to go ahead and agree. Yeah, and you know, you look at guys that are arguably superstars right now, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, um, Jimmy Butler, Kawhi Leonard, these guys, they're superstars, but I just, I don't, I wouldn't classify them as household names, you know? Hmm. I think I think those first three guys are the only household names in the league right now. Um, but anyways... Let's move on to some NFL talk, man. I'm super stoked. So we're going to do the same thing. We're going to give our predictions for this season, which player or excuse me, which teams have a realistic chance to win the Super Bowl this year. Now, I will say that I have more NFL teams than I do for the NBA. I think the NFL is a lot more wide open. Um and I mean, the NBA is very wide open, especially compared to recent years. But I think the NFL, especially how, with how the NFL playoffs work, not always the best team is going to win it. Um, and I have my list of 13 teams that Hello. I think have a realistic chance to win the Super Bowl this year. OK, um, I can go ahead and name them for you. And then you can you want to tell should we go one by one and then. Yeah, hey, for sure. Yeah, I'll go. It's it. I know because you're 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 great at what you do. So you do you have them ranked or no? Do you just have I, a list? I didn't have mine ranked. I just yeah, I couldn't do that. Mine. I think it's so hard. It's really hard to rank any teams in any mm-hmm. sport. Um, yeah. So I came up I came up with just a with just a top five of who I think realistic, and then other ones that 
um, mm-hmm. would would have a would have a solid chance. Okay. So yeah, we oh, can go yeah. one by one. Let's hit it. All right. I got the Bills. No doubt. Assuming that you was do well, as and well. if we were going ranking, that's kind of funny. I had me personally. I know it was. I was saying it was hard to rank, but I would. I would go Tampa Bay. You know what I mean? That just mm-hmm. always that that's always rolling me with TB twelve the goat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hundred percent Bills. I mean, the most I think well-rounded team in the league for sure. Yeah, yeah. Actually, here I want you to read read my read yours. Read okay, uh, read well, your top five. Okay, yeah, top five, not ranked, not ranked. Of course, yeah. I would go. I, of course, you know, Bucks. I go Bills, mm-hmm. L.A., mm-hmm. Rams. You're talking about the Rams. Ram- yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, Rams. Um, I got to throw in the Niners there because they are the scariest team in the playoffs. No doubt about that. We saw that last year with the season that they had with Jimmy and everything. Um, and then this is a hundred percent opinion based. It's not going to be on a lot of people's top fives, but I'm going with the future go to the league, Justin Herbert and the chargers. I like it. I say that because if I were to hypothetical jump ship, from the Niners, which I never would in my lifetime, that would be the team that I would go to. Just be, of course, of course, it's a lot easier to say the Chargers right now than the Jets. You know what I mean? Or the or or the Panthers, of course, when they're rolling. Um, but I just think that that team is absolutely nasty, and it is one of those teams which I did it on multiple occasions last year, where I tuned in just for just for those guys. Of course, they weren't playing the Niners. Of course, not multiple times. Um, mm-hmm. but I love watching that team. I think they have a phenomenal future in the league, especially with the future goats of the generation and Justin Herbert for the QBs. Yeah, I like it. Um, I'm a huge Justin Herbert fan as well. Um, ever since I, you know, I got him his rookie year in fantasy, I picked him up on the waivers and he brought me to a championship. So I'll never forget that. Um, I'm a huge go. Justin Herbert fan. I do think the chargers have the best uniforms in the league as well. Oof. Um, and if they were in San Diego, they would be my team. Uh, that I would pick like you just did, but I can't stand LA teams. So I like the Chargers. I like Herbert, and I I do root. I like I like to see Herbert do well, but I just hate LA so much that hmm. um I couldn't say it. I just hate them. I just yeah, LA man bothers me. So they should stay in San Diego. San Diego is a beautiful city. It's my favorite city ever, and it deserves an NFL team. Anyways, um I like those picks. Those five perfect picks. Um I don't think you could argue with them. Um, you said Bills, you said the Bucks, obviously, and the with Tom Brady, um, both LA teams. So, you know, I totally agree with you on that. Um, and the Niners as well, with the Niners, um, how they looked last year and how great they look with all the star power this year. Those five totally agree with. They're at the top of mine too. Um now, some teams that I also think have shots to win it this year. The Browns. I think all the Browns. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. a take, Zach yes. Hernandez. So, okay. All right. So I think number one is the Browns are the Browns. So it's a little <laughs> tough to say they're going to win something. But right. I think all the Browns have to do, this is, an, this is a big if, if they can make the playoffs with Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback for the first 11 games while Deshaun Watson's out, if they can make the playoffs, they have a realistic chance to win it because of how good that team is. They got Deshaun Watson, arguably a top five quarterback. Amari Cooper, people saying he's washed, totally disagree no with that. Shot. I think Amari Cooper is a fantastic 
route runner. He's got great hands. He's a perfect wide receiver one for Deshaun Watson. The rest of their wide receiver room, it's a little janky, but it's okay. Fine offensive line, great defense, good line, good secondary. Um, Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett, they got guys all over. I think this Browns team is super talented. NFL, man, it's one game playoff elimination. That's why there's so many teams here. You can get on that roll towards the end. Once they get Deshaun Watson inserted into the lineup, they start winning. I could see the Browns doing it. Um, you don't think they got a shot? You, 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 see, they're just the main thing that that comes into factor with that is the after 11 games. Do I think that team can do I think that team can have a record for them even if Deshaun goes undefeated? Do I think which I which I don't think is going to happen because he is going to be under extreme scrutiny every for the for probably I don't know the rest of his career in the NFL, but I mean for the next at least two to three seasons, I think that's always going to keep on coming up, even though he doesn't want to, and people don't want to hear that's going to keep because of how many cases, but that's on, that's over there. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is I don't think that the Browns will, will, will have the record in place for Deshaun to do Deshaun things. That's why I don't, I can't right now. There's no fiber in my body that thinks that the Browns will be in the Super Bowl this year with, 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 with Deshaun being out 11 games over, Way over half this, not way over, but over half the season. You know what I mean? It's a long time. Um, and if if they're putting if if this was just some, you know, if this was the Carolina Panthers, um, yeah, I would. I'm I'm a hundred percent on board with that. However, I think this team is very good everywhere else besides their quarterback as well. Um, they got the best one-two punch, uh, in their backfield in the entire league. They have like I like I said it earlier. All their players earlier, they are good everywhere. Jacoby Brissett, he's a backup. He's if if Jacoby Brissett through the first eleven games can win six to seven, that's the bare minimum. You can't win less than that. Six games, it's it's like Deshaun might be able to do something with that. Seven games would be huge for him, and eight, nine, ten, and eleven would be amazing. Um, six is going to be tough. If they win only six, that's going to be tough for Deshaun to do something. Yeah. And I think you're good. But what I'm saying is I think that can happen with how good that team is. I haven't looked at the schedule. I probably should. Um, I think that can happen. Um, Jacoby Brissett's been in the NFL for a long time. He knows what to do. I actually don't think Jacoby Brissett is that bad. Um, when he played, I remember he was on the Colts. I didn't think he was that awful of a quarterback. But anyways, um, I think they can do it. Do I think the Browns will be in the Super Bowl. No, but I think they have a chance to. Okay. Because if they can get to that point through those first 11 games and then bring in Deshaun Watson and then bring in a top five quarterback in the league. I mean, I, I, I could, I could see it playing out that way. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think, I think you made a great point where, you know, the minimum games they need um, where seeing that out, I, seeing what you were saying with that is that if, yeah, if they give them six games, so what that makes them yeah, after 11, what, six and five. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's a tough task. That's a tough, in my opinion, that's even, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough task to, to come back undefeated. Of course, that's way better. You're coming back to 11 and O team, of course, but huh. you're getting thrown into that, but you're, it's over. It's everything from the off. It's everything off the field too. So yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that the Sean can't, you know, rise above that. I'm not saying that at all. Um, but it's that 
and coming to a whole different team. Of course, him, him, him being with them this offseason, him being in the preseason games, not that like he's completely brand new, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a, it's a new system. It's it a, it, I wouldn't say it's a great system. It's a, it's a, it's a good system for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens. I would, I mean, sure. I'd like to, I'd like to see, I'd like to see the Jets in the Super Bowl. I'd like to see, sure. I'd like to see the Browns in the Super Bowl, but That's I just honestly. don't see it. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'd like to see, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say, I'm trying to, I'd like to see anybody in the, in the Super Bowl, especially of course, number one being the Niners, I but I, I just, you. yeah. Yeah, I get so, it. So, well, yeah, uh, that's gonna it's gonna be a very, very exciting season. It will, for sure, to say the least. It will be. Um, okay, moving on to another team. I think has a realistic chance to win the uh, the Super Bowl this year. The Bengals um, yep. made the Super Bowl last year. Only got better. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, best wide receiver room, arguably in the NFL. Only issue last year, biggest issue last year, offensive line. They addressed that this offseason. They got their offensive line better. The Bengals are going to be good. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are an amazing quarterback-wide receiver combo. They could rise to the best quarterback-wide receiver combo after this year. Who knows? This team is really good. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm, – I'm assuming you agree that they can win the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, it's – it's it's it would be absurd not to say, especially coming off of the last season they just had. And, of course, being in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I, I I don't disagree at all. I was, uh, you know, I think Jamar Chase is going to be the new Devonte. If not, I mean, I it's very it's it's hard to say better. Um, of course, you know him being in the league for two seconds. Um, but I think he's going to be that number one. Um, yeah. you know, him and him and yeah. uh, which one call it? Uh, Justin. I Justin think those Jefferson. two are going to be those those two guys. Probably will. You're probably right. Um. So yeah, Cincinnati, pretty easy there. Next one, not sure how you feel about it. Um, I got the Colts. I think the Colts have a realistic shot. You don't Dude, agree? I love these. I it's, it's Wait, so I, many. Dude, there are so many people on the Colts, which is dope. And now, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I'm taking these. I'm not taking these that you're like, yo, they're going to be in the Super Bowl. But they, you're saying with these teams, they have solid contention? or They have a chance. What? These are the – I don't expect. I'm saying, like, I don't know how to put it. Like, these are the teams that can win the Super Bowl. We will not see a team off my list win the Super Bowl this year. It will be one of these 13 teams. Oh, these are the okay, te- okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, these are, these are the teams that have a chance. And, like, I'm saying there's a universe where the Colts win the Super Bowl. Like, I, I can see it happening. I can see all these teams winning the Super Bowl this year. If that is That's the best way to put it. You see? No. And actually, 100%. I'm very high on the Colts, which is funny. Yeah. They're higher. They're actually higher on my list than they're not that far down my list. Um, if I were okay. to rank them, I think the Colts, number one, I am a huge Jonathan Taylor fan. How you said with the Chargers, I would do with the Colts. Um, okay. mostly because of Jonathan Taylor. I, I will right. follow him wherever he goes. He's been one of my favorite players. So I like Jonathan Taylor, arguably the best running back in the league, maybe number two or three. It doesn't matter. They got they got um a solid offensive line. It's not, you know, the best in the league, but it's definitely a, it's a, a great offensive line. You could say, um, a very good defense, um, with, uh, he changed his name, Darius Leonard. what did he change his name to? Or he, or he wants to be called Shaquille Leonard. That's like his middle name or something. So he changed, he like wants to be called that. So anyway, it doesn't matter. Big picture. Um, this Colts team is very good all around their biggest hole last year. 
quarterback, Carson Wentz, wasn't that guy. What do they do? They go out and get Matt Ryan. Is Matt Ryan a top 10 quarterback? No. Is Matt Ryan a bottom 10 quarterback? No. Matt Ryan's right in the middle. He's going to give you those 15 to 16 type numbers, um, you know, like right in the middle. Like he's a 15th to 17th best quarterback in the league, I'd say, maybe even higher. I don't know. Matt Ryan is consistent. I think that he will provide what they what this Colts team Colts team needs for these players, Michael Pittman, Jonathan Taylor, what these guys will need to succeed in this league. Um, obviously they yeah. would love, they would love to have a top quarterback, but they got a guy who can do the job. Yeah. So. I'm extremely like, like you're extremely high with that team with Jonathan Taylor, of course, love Pittman, uh, love Pittman jr. I mean, I've been, it, it's, it's kind of a cheat to say I've been with him before the draft, but that's because his YouTube thing. Um, so mm-hmm. kind of been with him when he was at USC in his senior year. So I've been, you know, I follow, um, I followed him throughout his, uh, uh, his career, you know, he fell a little short of that thousand. Those are always those numbers you want to get, you know what I mean? Um, so mm-hmm. fell a little bit short of that. Um, but I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be, um, a Fitzgerald of, of, of our generation of just always consistent. He's never, he's never in that top top maybe five picture but he's always in the picture as some yeah. of the elite uh, uh wide receivers of course Fitzgerald later on wasn't exactly for the most part but that's with almost everybody's career even though he he stayed in there for you know over a decade and did his thing um but I mean the reason why I mean I would laugh not I mean not yeah. laughing about the Colts but it's just because of how of how now everybody has the Colts up there which, which I feel like happens with a lot of teams. That's just why I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts go 10 and seven. I think that's a huge, I think that's a big take. I think a lot of people having a minimum with 12 with all the, with all the star power they have and the system that now that they can go with Matt Ryan, um, I think it would be nasty, of course. Um, but I just think it's, I think it's, I think it would be really tough for those guys to, to, to weasel their way and make a run um, to the Super Bowl. Well, I, I do think, think that'd be pretty tough. I do think they're going to win their division. Uh, their division consists of them, the Titans, the Jags, and the Texans. I think you could pretty much rule out the Jags and the Texans. It's going to be between between them and the Titans. I don't think the mm-hmm. Titans hold a candle to the Colts right now. Um, so I think they're going to pretty easily win their division. Um, and, you know, you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. And how I see the Colts right now, they have star power. They got good players. They got a quarterback who can get the job done. They got one of the best running backs in the entire league. Solid receiving core, great defense, great offensive line. What else could you ask for? I like the coach. So I like the Colts again. Are they my Super Bowl pick? No, but they can win it this year. On on Super, of course, these are all Super Bowl picks. Is your number one the Bills or no? Because I know, yeah. Okay. Bills are my pick to win it this year. I think we might see a Bills Niners Super Bowl. Um, that would be disgusting. That'd and be I awesome. That would be crazy. Um, anyways, that's the Colts. There we go. Next, I'll save us all some time. I have every single team from the AFC West. Um, I have the Ch- I have the Chiefs. I have the Broncos. Right. I yep. have the Chargers, and I have the Raiders. I think all four of those teams can win the Super Bowl this season. Um, what's going on back there? <laughs> no, so I hey, I love it. I love it. I think, of course, the Chargers. Of course, you can't rule out the Chiefs, and you can't rule out the Niners. I mean, uh, the uh, the Raiders. Of course, you can't. Um, Broncos, no, I don't, I don't care with everything. Yeah, I just don't. That's just flat out. No. 
Um, it's kind of like, I don't, I, I don't know. Cause uh, I wasn't going to, I might've was going to compare them to the Colts. We're just not seeing it. But of course I would say if you were to compare those two, mm-hmm. of course I would think Colts have a better chance, but mm-hmm. I'd still don't even see the Colts going right now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I just, it's how, how do, how do the Broncos tell them like, if you're, if you're set on all those guys, how do the Broncos somehow with that get, get out of their division with, it's with tough. All that? So the AFC West can go any way you want it. It can go one through four. You could mix and match. It can go any way. That's how good every team there is. I do think the Broncos are going to get last in that division. Okay. Um, I don't think they're as good. And they were actually a team that I had were close to not making my list, but I think with what they have, they can make it. Um, so when I look at the Broncos last season, they were solid. They needed a quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater's not going to be able to, you know, bring you to the playoffs. Um, and I don't think he's able to get the job done. They got Russell Wilson, who has been disrespected as of recent, and he is still a top seven quarterback in the league right now. Um, this team has has very – it's kind of like the Colts, like you said. I mean, they're, they're solid all around. They have good backfield. Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, those two guys. You know, Javante Williams is the starter. I mean, he's like the best um, – the best one out of those two. And then you, you know, he's very young and very good at breaking tackles. You watch him and he like breaks every single tackle. Anyways, um, wide receivers are a little, uh, shaky. They have mm. Corlin Sutton. They have Jerry Judy. Um, and that's one thing that it's, they don't have that super star wide receiver one that a lot of these teams have, but then it also comes down to their defense as well. I mean, th- they showed last year that the Broncos have a very, very solid defense, um, and their their secondary is good. Um, and I think, again, do I think the Broncos are going to win it? No, and I think they're going to get last. And this division is going to be tough, and it's going to be tough to see three teams from the exact same division make the playoffs, or four teams from the division make the playoffs, and three make the wild card. Will it happen? I don't know, just because they're all going to be playing each other so many times that the wins and losses will kind of crack. At least one of them could crack. If one of them does, it'll likely be the Broncos. But right, yeah. If the if the Broncos make the playoffs, I'm not going to sit here and act super surprised. It's it's going to be against what I. I don't think that it's tough. That that division's just too good. It like throws everything off. Um, there's it's like too much power in one division. Um, the Broncos are good enough to, they're not the best team in the league. They're not better than the Rams, the Bills, the Niners. They're not better roster wise than the Chiefs, Raiders, or Chargers. But again, football, it's about getting hot at the right time. I think that team's capable of it. Russell Wilson's been there before. He's still mm-hmm. very good. And I could, and I, I think they could do it. You see? Okay. So the rant. only, hey, the only thing, <laughs> the only thing, what I like that you're saying is, of course, you know, you wouldn't be surprised. What I would say with that is that out of all the teams you said, I would be genuinely, and you're saying the playoffs, I would genuine, I would genuinely be surprised if the Broncos made it this year, it being their first year with everything. Well, not with everything, but 
just what everything's gone on in the off season. Um, because of, of their, 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 their whiteout group, I was very high, like a lot of other, like a lot of other people on, on, on Judy. Um, and of course he hasn't had that much time to really see what, what he's got there. I mean, there's been glimpses, um, but those are the kind of players where like what they're going to, they're going to need Jerry. They're going to need Jerry to get eight and probably, you know, at least over 900, over a thousand for sure. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. are just the players that they need. And so I, that's why I can't bank on that. But of course, Jerry Judy hasn't had Russell Wilson throw it to him. So mm-hmm. that's going to be, that's why it's going to be a surprising season with all these new QBs, all these new systems, mm-hmm. new players, of course, like every season, but it's just, it's, it's hard for me to see those guys in the playoffs, like the yeah. Colts Colts. It's surprising for me to see him in the, in, in the Super Bowl. in the playoffs, nowhere near as much. That's not surprising at all, mm-hmm. at all to me, but just, I mean, my thing on the Colts is just, I don't That's just a team. I don't see, um, having enough experience and being able to make the run in the playoffs. Now, of course, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And I get what you're saying, but I feel like we can't, we can see that in the NFL and we kind of saw it last year with Cincinnati. I mean, that was really their first season with everything that they had. And, you know, Joe Burrow coming off injury, Jamar Chase being a rookie, um, that was like their first full season as a team. And then they ended up making the Super Bowl. They didn't win it, but they made it. And it was unlikely. And it's unlikely for these teams that we're talking about to make it. But I really, really think it can happen because of the, how the, like I said, how the NFL set up and um, just, you know, how much talent there is on these teams. Um, yeah. You know, talent, there's talent on these squads. It's, it's not like they got one guy, you know, they got guys all over. So, um, but no, I, I totally understand and I get it. And these guys, these teams, actually not the Colts, but the, the Broncos are lower on my list um, as well. But right. Well, yeah, well, to compliment the Colts too, because I mean, I, I'm definitely, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm bashing them, but of course the one player, you know, you want to have the experience is the QB because the mm-hmm. QB you know what I mean? You know, that, that, that's, it's evolved around them. And of course, Matt Ryan has the experience. It's one of the worst experiences in the Super Bowl. Probably, I mean, not number one. I don't, cause I, but, it, you might be right. It could be, but no, cause I'm thinking, I'm thinking worst experiences. You freaking, you, you break your leg or something literally, but oh. I mean, actual loss wise, that's the worst of all time. I mean, that's, I mean, cause that's just the greatest comeback in, in sports history. Shanahan. Jeez. Um, Yikes. But, but yeah, so I will give him, I mean, I'll give him that with Ryan. Um, I think still, still very, very, very solid QB. Um, going to put up, going to put up at least 42, 43, um, you know, 42, 42, 300 yards. That touches. Oh, yeah. That's sorry. My bad. Not 2016 over here. Um, yeah. Uh, which would be dope to see that from Matt Ryan. Of course, you know, uh-huh. that's like me saying I like to see the Jets in Super Bowl. It's it's, it's dope to see almost <laughs> any team, any player do good. Um, I'm of course, you. with the exception of the Rams, of course. But oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Uh-huh. Um and- I love I'm sorry, touching base on that. I just love I love how how now Aaron Donald, 
I mean, he's always done the little chirps, but now once they once they got a little lucky thing going, I mean, now all the talks come in and it's like good for you. I mean, he's the greatest. I mean, he's the greatest defensive end of our generation. I mean, the guy's absolutely insane. Um, change change the way people look at that position. Um, but it's just funny how now um I mean LA's just talking so much more. It's funny to me. They're it's just me. even though it's it, I mean, there's that game should have played out a thousand different ways. Um, in in, I mean, it it was it was tough to. Watch. It was it was bad. It was annoying, and I'll never forget it. Um, and we could touch. You know, there's not a lot to say about the Chiefs. Obviously, they may not be as good as they used to, but they still have Patrick Mahomes. So I think it, you know they're exactly. they're in Travis Kelsey. You can't Travis you can Kelsey. never count those guys out. Not count, you can't count yeah. them out. That's like it's kind of that's it's I'm not saying. Patrick is the LeBron or whatever, but that's kind of me with, with, um, with the Lakers is even though it's, it, it's definitely not hard to see those guys in the playoff picture. Of course not. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that at all. No, they were better than the Lakers. It's just, you can, of course, but you can never count those guys out. Exactly. Even though I, nobody is kind of everybody, almost everybody was counting out the chiefs, of course, in the early season, but Devin, dude, my, my guy, Dev, I think he literally said that they were going to end with 12 or 13. I can't – what did they end with? Do you remember? Of uh, course, 12 or 13 wins. I'm pretty sure they ended 13 and 4. Whatever they started out when they were three games down, you know what I mean, or two, yeah. whatever it was early on. They, but they – I mean, they were, they were the picture. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's just kind of me. You know what I'm saying? You can never, you, you can never count out Mahomes. And nope. he proved that last year. Yep. He proves it almost, you know, every, every year. Uh, not every game, but every year. Almost every game. He's a, he's a dog. Insane. Um, and then the Raiders, obviously, I'm very high yep. on them. Derek Carr, you know, and I, I think we're going to see an MVP season from Derek Carr this year. Wow. We got um, – That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Most underrated QB. He is. Almost. I mean, not of all time because, I mean, I don't know all the, you know, all the – uh, underrated because you have to be around in the 80s to know if this person there the 90s or early 2000s yeah people that talk about him but he, there's no there's not one qb that is as underrated as Derek carr in the last generation since 2010 whatever there's no one, doubt about that i 100 and i don't agree and, with and, you and what i love is i and i'm pretty sure we talked about this i can't quite remember in the last pod but that now he has been slightly getting his recognition um, of course, that 2016 season was awesome and then terrible for Derek, the worst, yeah. worst way, uh, which is terrible. They yep. had a re- they had a really good shot at that time. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, the hype is insanely real. I can say that before seeing him and Devonte, those guys are going to be top three duo. I'm 100 yep. percent riding that train, even though it's not, you know what I mean? Even though it's not uh, uh, Trey. You know, and Debo or Trey and Ayub, Trey and whatever, Trey and yeah. George. Um, but those guys are going to be insane. There's going to be must-watch TV or must-see oh, yeah. TV, must-watch, must-see must, TV. Must-see TV. I agree. I mean, I'm I, you know, I'm very high on these guys. I think, you know, being college teammates, um, being very good friends, Derek Carr being very underrated, and Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the NFL – and they have so much more than just those two guys, too. Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Josh Jacobs in the backfield. Um, no, you're good. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yo. Check, 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 check. Can you hear me? 
Yes, my bad, dog. Yeah, I just heard you literally cut at Devontae Adams, best wide receiver in the league. Or oh, best I cut out? In the game. Yeah. Well, no, 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 but it's me. It's my – it says connection. It says connection oh, for me. It's oh, not okay. you. But okay. I just can't hear you. Okay. Um, but it's – it. yeah. It's, yeah, it's they got Devontae. I'll fix it, but no, you're good. Uh, they got Devontae, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs in the backfield. Solid defense picking up Chandler Jones. I've, I've talked about the Raiders a lot on my podcast, but people probably think I'm like an undercover Raider fan because I I'm, I praise them. I, I, I'm just very high on them. I think they're underrated. Um, and actually, I did want to touch on what you said earlier. We're both Niner fans. Um, I never hated the Raiders. Um, I, oh, well, yeah, it's, that's just, we, it's not weird to me because I, I could slightly get it. You know what I mean? But I just, it, there's nowhere. I don't, I don't need to hate the Raiders. Yeah. When are we matched up against the Raiders? Yeah. Why would we hate the Raiders? Like if we were playing each other in the Super Bowl every year, I could understand well, yeah, it, but, exactly. but it's like, I, I like to, you know, they were from the Bay for a long time and I thought that was cool. Like I, I never disliked them from. In that way, I have a I have a couple of buddies who uh, hate the Raiders. Like they'll be like, "Oh, I hate the Raiders." I'm like, "Yeah, I I don't mind seeing the Raiders do well. I like to see the Raiders do well, actually." So yeah, the I, only yeah the only time I talked I talked uh, uh, trash them was just with my was just my cousin because he's a diehard Raiders fan. That's when we were a little bit younger, and yeah. and that's just I mean that's just because it's almost the same thing. Of course, different sports is Giants and A's battle battle of the Bay. Um, you know, I definitely never liked the A's. Just like I said, I never, you know, liked the Raiders, but I didn't hate the A's and I didn't hate the Raiders. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It was a totally different time decades ago, 100%. That's when the rivalry was the actual rivalry. Like, I mean, the A's freaking beat us in the World Series. Like that, you're get, get out of here, bro. You're two seconds away from here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I can see you, you know, from the bridge. It's like, dog, I don't want that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But now it's it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, I don't have any reason to genuinely hate the Raiders on yeah. the preface of, you know, Battle of the Bay or anything like that. Not even because they're not here anymore. It's yeah. like, I just don't have the need. I think there's nothing really bad you can say about the Raiders as an actual team. Now, of course, maybe last season there were definitely some things that were bad with the Raiders, of course. Oh, but yeah. now with an actual, <laughs> with an actual team – there is a, there's nothing truly bad you could say about it. Nope. I'm with you. And I, I actually respect, uh, well, Derek Carr is one of my favorite players in the league as well. He's like probably my number two behind Jonathan Taylor, because uh, like we said, we talked a lot about how underrated he is. He doesn't get that recognition. seems like a really cool guy as well. Um, So, you know, I'm a big Derek Carr fan. So I root, I do root for Derek Carr. I like to see him do well. Um, Darren Waller, such a sick story. I really like Darren Waller too, oh you know, gosh. coming out of, you know, Phenomenal. just dark times and what he's gone through and where he's at now. So, you know, I respect the Raiders. I think they're going to be good this year. I think people are kind of overlooking them and, uh, they have a realistic chance to win the Super Bowl. Um, so we covered your top four teams, which were the, or your top five teams, which were the bills, the bucks, the Rams, the Niners and the chargers. So we're not, we all know those teams are going to do it. Um, but the last team that I do have on my list is the Packers. Um, now they lost Devonte. They don't have that great of a wide receiver room. Um, their defense is very good. They arguably have like a top five defense in the league. You could even say like top three, you could even say the best defense in the league. I mean, that defense is really good. Um, so and you have Aaron Rodgers. And if somebody's going to make a bad receiver room look good, it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah, so 
I'm not vision in a league. Again, I don't think that the Packers are going to. They totally can. They can definitely win the NFC um, and win the Super Bowl. So um, those are all the teams. So Bills, Browns, Bengals, Colts, Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Packers, Bucks, Rams, and Niners are the only teams in the league that I think have a legitimate mm-hmm. shot to win the Super Bowl this season. Now, I feel like a lot of people might be like, well, do you have anybody that I didn't have? The only one that, uh, which we call it, that I was gonna say was was the Chiefs. That's like that's that you couldn't you couldn't look you couldn't look over those guys. Where's Did the I, Chiefs? Oh, no, no, I yeah, said, no. Like I was saying, yeah, you oh, said okay. Chiefs. That's okay, the one. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. I preface. I, I was. I was no, I get what you're saying. Like, oh, it was one you. that you didn't say. But yeah, that was the only one that was kind of it, it. Like I was saying, it's not hard to see them in there, but compared to those top five teams, it's definitely more difficult um, to uh, to see that kind of season play out for them compared to those top five, in my opinion. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and I think that one team that I didn't list that a lot of people might come at me for, which I have before because a lot of people get at me because I don't think highly of this team, is the Ravens. Um, I don't think that they're that great of a team. I think they will probably get third in their division um, behind the Browns. Oh, now with the Browns, this whole Brown situation, they can go anyway just because of Deshaun Watson's situ- um, his suspension. But I think the Ravens will probably get like third in their division. And, um, you know, I'm not that high on Lamar Jackson. I think he's okay. I think he's good. But I, I don't. I don't think he's that good right now. And, and a lot of mm. people praise the heck out of it. Like, I think well, – yeah. I think Derek yeah. Carr is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I think Matthew Stafford, I think all these guys are for sure better quarterbacks than Lamar Jackson is right now. And and I don't, with this bad wide receiver room, um, sure they got Mark Andrews, they got J.K. Dobbins, and they have Lamar. But after that, they don't have much. And Marlon Humphrey on defense, sure, their defense is, eh. I don't right. know. Going Not- in, it's, me and you definitely see Lamar almost the same way, where it's, people are pretty, I mean, don't get me wrong. He is insane as a dual threat of of course there's there's no denying that but when you come off a season of of having two touchdowns rushing and they're both in and they're in the same game and you're still considered a dual threat it's it's like it where where are we going from here you know what i mean where 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 does that stop throwing for what under what was it under 3500 yards and under 20 tutties and getting a Pro Bowl, like you know yeah. what I mean. Well, I mean that was that. that was we talked about that. How him and Burrow, I mean how Josh didn't get it, Burrow didn't get it. Of course, after this election was made, Burrow went on a absolute insane tear. Of course, mm-hmm. um, which was nasty. Um, but but I don't I don't I I can't say I disagree with you with Baltimore. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't I I I don't know if they're I don't I don't I don't know if they're in that picture of the not. of of the bowl and even of playoffs. We'll have to see. Well, definitely not bowl. Definitely not Super Bowl. Um, playoffs. Playoffs is very iffy. Um, but yeah, it'd be tough to see those guys in the picture. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I Lamar, he had an amazing MVP season. And then everyone's yeah. like, I always, I rank Lamar's not a top 10 quarterback in my opinion. And when I, whenever I say that to people, they always bring up, well, what about his MVP season? I'm I like, mean, dude, what that are you was, doing? That was like three years ago. Why are we still stuck on this MVP season? Like, it was amazing. I know that. 
but I'm not ranking a player right now based off a good season they had three years ago. Lamar has not looked anywhere near that level since that season. I'm not saying he should be able to replicate that season because that would, you know, that was the best rushing season from a quarterback we've ever seen. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I got to see more than what I see right now, dude. All I see from Lamar is sure he's a good runner, but I don't even, I don't think he's that great of a dual threat because of his liability of being a passer. I don't think he's that great of a, I don't think he's that great of a passer right now. Uh, yeah, I got it wrong. He wasn't even at 35. I knew I had to look this up. Dude, he was at 2,800. That is, as a starting yeah. QB, going, well, I mean, I mean, with the, with he, it was, of course, you know, with the 12, because um, I'm looking at it here. As a starting QB, that is, th- those yards are not good at all. That is in, you're in the, the, out of the, you're in the bottom, the bottom yeah. 20, dude. Like, that is not yeah. nowhere near good. And, and I'm just looking off here because it's not just off the dome that I have it. But, he, I mean, throwing for 16, that's not, that's not like, absolutely terrible. But that's not good. That's not a good for, – for, 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 for starting 12 games, that's, that's not that yeah. good at all. Yeah, and yeah, he was injured, but he played 12 games. And exactly. I, know, I know his team was injured. Like, he didn't have very great weapons. We know that, but – I mean, I mean, we see great quarterbacks make something of nothing all the time. And, you know, I just think that from what we see from Lamar doesn't show to be top 10. I, I'm taking Burrow, Stafford, Carr, Kyler. Um, all those guys I'm taking over Lamar. I think they're better quarterbacks than him right now. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Ravens, they're not on my list. If you're a Ravens fan, sorry. Don't think very highly of your team. Um, anyways. You got anything else to add, man? Or are we uh are we good? No, I think uh uh what's call? I'll throw it in there, even though I know you don't want me to. I know I wanted to throw in some fantasy, but you gotta have that the Let's big hear. brain moment of not of not you know leaking your strap. But yeah. I like that. So um no, I think I think um touch base on a lot of dope things about the future season, you know, about the future seasons of, yeah. of the most of the two most exciting sports. Yeah, man. Um as for fantasy, I mean, if you have anything you wanted to say, we can. I, uh, I'm a, I have my big draft with all my buddies coming up in like a week, so I will keep my draft strategy uh, quiet yeah, on the I down. Got, but during yeah. during the season, I will be covering a lot of fantasy football. Um, you know, waiver wire pickups, you know, starts and benches, all that stuff. I will try. I will be trying to cover that stuff. Um, but just before the draft, I'm gonna keep it a little silent just because uh, I got, yes, yes, yes. I got a couple guys I'm eyeing late round that I don't want to get taken. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, just cause I threw it out there. I think fantasy brings in, I mean, that stuff with fantasy is just so much fun. It's insane. Oh, you know, you it- got multiple drafts. You got multiple teams, multiple people you're trying to go. You know, you throw in little 10 bucks here, buying a little 20, little 30 here. It just makes it a little bit more fun, a little bit more edge, more shit oh, yeah. talking. It's like, bro, it's just it, it, and it brings in, what people don't realize is how many more eyes it brings into oh, yeah. to, to the games oh, um, yeah. of totally. NBA, but especially football. There's nothing like fantasy football. That mm-hmm. is the fantasy team. When you talk about fantasy, the it's fantasy football. teams, you're talking about fantasy football. Definitely. Um, no, I'm with that's, you. I mean, that's where it originated. I would. I mean, I'm. I'm just saying it. I would assume um, mm. 
that it started with fantasy football. Yeah. Even though the guys, though, the guys who did it, you know, they're not making, they didn't make a dime off it. Really? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole story. How those guys, it literally was like, you know, let's just say me and you, couple of the boys just got around and you started it. Then it caught, you know, some people caught word of it and whatever. And then, you know, sold it to a company or whatever. And then it's, it's that. So Dang, that's, that that's a whole, yeah, you got to look that up. I never, I, I just, I've, I've seen a bunch of stuff on that. And it's like, bro, that's, that's tough yeah. as shit to have oh, that, yeah. to have that idea. Like it's, I mean, I'm not saying that, that, that guy had all uh, thought of it as, you know, as a corporation or anything like that, but to now it being an ins, you know, worldwide, you know, yeah. thing for multiple sports, uh, you know, that's yeah. going to be pretty tough looking at it. Definitely. Um, and fantasy is like the one of the biggest reasons why I love football season so much. I love football season. It's my favorite time. It's my favorite sports season. I It's my favorite time of the year with the fall going on and Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that. So I'm a big football fan and that time is my favorite. But fantasy makes it even more fun. And I, I love having my squads. Re- refreshing my fantasy apps every 10 seconds once my player scores instantly check the app make sure everything's going square um it's so much fun and it makes football season that much more fun so cannot wait we'll be covering it a lot on this season um on this ep- on this yeah. podcast and this season but anyways man owen i appreciate you coming on bro it was a lot of fun for sure hey thank you i buffered out that whole probably beautiful rant about how awesome fantasy is i heard that you know you check it you know you got to check it every couple every couple minutes that's the same thing that's what everyone's doing um but but yeah that's that's where the love comes in man it's just making you know just making the moves making the trades i mean it's just it's awesome you know what i mean so it is makes you feel like a gm but it's also fun to watch exactly it's fun it's fun to watch your players and 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 you know get get you into like random games like you know you'll be watching exactly that's the love that's the love is you're just tuning in to to teams that wouldn't be not maybe not on your radar but i mean it's you know you're just tuning in when when you shouldn't be you know what i mean and so you're tuning in for a good reason yeah, you know and you're, I mean? you're super into it. You're like rooting for somebody to do really oh, yeah. well. So, And when they do really well, it's a ton of fun. So, yes, fantasy, it's the best. Um, I love it. And, again, thank you for coming on, bro. I appreciate it. Everybody who is uh, listening out there still, I really appreciate that. This was a very fun episode. You know you can find me on social media, um, on Instagram at the nightshift.pod, on TikTok at the nightshiftpod, and at Twitter at the nightshift, two T's at the beginning, two T's at the end. It's been a whole lot of fun. If anybody ever wants to come on to the show, you know how I say it. You can just let me know, message me anywhere, hit me on the email, pod.thenightshift.gmail.com. Anything you guys want, I'm here. Thank you guys all for listening. Again, Owen, appreciate you coming on, bro. Um, Ton of fun. And, uh, yeah, that'll be it for me. I'm out. Peace.